tell me that you built a time machine? Uh, get that. Inconceivable! Inconceivable! Get, 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 get. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. I'll have what she's having. Okay, welcome to Picked In High School. This is the podcast where we talk about 80s films. My name is Lex. And I'm Miss. And today we have one that just snuck in there. 1989. 1989, but it's a good one. It's a great movie. I love it. I yeah, really you do, do love it. it. Yeah, uh, you do. Uh, for many reasons, and we'll get to it, but yeah. uh, I definitely love it. I loved it again watching it again. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a great movie. film. What is it? Look Who's Talking. So Look Who's Talking with um, John, John Travolta, Travolta. Kirstie Alley, and the mm. voice of Mikey by Bruce, Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis. So, there's a lot to unpack here. And it's got Olympia Dukakis in it. it I love it. It does. Let's start with the blurb. Um, so Molly, played by Kirstie Alley, also deceased, which is yes, really sad. This year. Rest peace, yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Gets knocked up by her married lover. So she's having an affair with her. She's his accountant. Yep. Um, and then I guess it just shows like the progression from pregnancy to birth through mm. to, you know, her budding relationship with James, played by John Travolta, who is the taxi driver that drops her off at the hospital. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the baby can talk. Mm. Well, talk yeah. in his head, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Voiced by Bruce Willis. Bruce, Bruce Willis, who, I mean, they kind of headlined Bruce Willis in there, but he's just a voice. And, and I always mm. wonder if, if all his lines come afterwards, like they shoot the whole movie. Of and, course. And then they, and put, then they add the but voice But do they write in. the lines in afterwards off the reactions of the kids? No, or they have the script. The kid, have the script they, already. Yeah. And then anyway, they, it, was, it was, I guess, you know, for its time, it was actually quite innovative, like, yeah. I don't think there is, there's anything like that before this. It's just Outside funny. of maybe Mr. Ed or something like that. Where the, the, <laughs> Mr. Ed. It's funny watching it like as an adult and also someone who's been through pregnancy and birth and we've had kids just like when like the baby comes home at like three days old and it's like obviously like a three-month-old baby yeah. and stuff like that. It's just funny, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, I just never understood why she doesn't just breastfeed him. Mm-hmm. Why she's expressing and you, all this you milk. asked that question. Like, I never would have asked right, as a right, kid. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, God. You, why okay, let's stick with John Travolta in terms oh, of acting. Okay, Travolta. so we obviously he's not an 80s actor per se, but he's reinvented himself so many times. So in the Boom. 70s, Welcome Back, Cotter. Grease. Grease. Saturday Night. Saturday Night, Night Fever. Fever. Um, amongst the few others that were, wasn't were, there another one? Was it Staying Alive or something that was? Like that's a, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was the sequel to that, maybe or something right. like that. Yeah, um, I don't think it did. I think as there's well. another one, but anyway, he wasn't. You know, who was great in the seventies? But I guess this was the start of his comeback in the eighties. Mm. But he's always dancing. Yeah, well, he's a good dancer, and I think he does a lot. He plays a lot into his life into movies because we know that he loves aeroplanes as well. That's right. He loves Qantas, doesn't he? Well, Qantas jumped on the back of that oh, and made okay. him an honorary yeah. pilot. But, That's right. And he's got, I think, a Qantas plane, <laughs> <laughs> as you do. Yeah. But he, you know, he dances because he's such a good dancer, right? Mm. He dances in this and he dances in, it makes a resurgence again in the 90s. Yeah, I was going to with... say, so in, was it like 93 or something with Pulp Fiction? Mm. So that's when he came back around yeah, again. Yeah, and Swordfish and, and then he just he just keeps coming back. Face like, off. I don't know why, he's just, yeah, face off. <laughs> he's in hairspray too. He's, he's in a good. lot. I mean, yeah. he'll always be Danny. Yeah, of course. Mm. 
Or um, what's his character from Welcome Back, Carter? <sighs> what is it? Uh, oh, I can't it? remember, but I fucking love that show. Uh, it's yeah. going to come to me in a second. But he, Danny, no, Barbarino? Danny Barbarino, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Welcome yeah, Mr. Carter. He just plays like plays the, the Yeah, dance. he's like Joey. You know, yeah. You know? yeah, he's like Joey. Kirsty Alley, yes, you're right. She did She did pass. Earlier this year. Earlier this year. And it's not funny, but it's funny, but it's not funny because we were like talking about it in the staff room at work and this like young teacher this like fetus didn't know who she was i was like how can you not know who kirstie alley is and then uh, i thought well this person is like 24 you know and i guess and she I, wasn't really I was huge like, cheers. Huge, <laughs> huge actress but she obviously i love her from cheers yeah yeah and i started ca- watching cheers when she was in it not the shelly long <sighs> yeah i mean so like, we we're back and watch sherry long that show oh it was a great show so we watched it right from right. all of them but yeah for me it was more like the woody out Al- the woody harrelson mm. kirsty alley that's when i started picking up on cheers she's a really beautiful woman well she yeah. was a really beautiful woman mm. it's a shame that she went a bit wackadoo in the last few years like she went all how, how did she die i know i should I, I, I actually don't know mm. I, I think she she died of cancer or something but mm. the fact was she went all like um conspiracy theory and stuff in the last few right, years right. I just she drank the kool-aid I think she did a bit, mm. yeah, mm. you know. So Bruce Willis, we haven't talked about yet. I, I mean, love Bruce We, we have need to do the colour of night. Well, we need to do Die Hard. Sexy, sexy. We need girl. to do Die Hard. Yeah, and we also we, need to do the colour Obviously, Die Hard's on in our intro, so we should definitely get it done <laughs> sometime soon. But at the is same token, we'll probably do it, save it for Christmas. <laughs> and Colour of Night, is that even 80s? I don't even yes, know. Yes, it's 80s. Oh, my God, I love that movie so much. Well, he did some great, like, obviously, Hudson Hawk. He did... All the diehards, obviously. Yes, we've watched it together. Isn't that funny movie with Matthew Perry, the whole movie? Yeah, it's like, good in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of a little bit scary. Yeah. I, I, Again, in Pulp Fiction, so like oh, yeah. he kind of... Well, Do you know what I love him in? Like mm. really love him in, in Friends when he yeah, plays he Rachel's just, boyfriend yeah, yeah, and yeah. the father of Ross's girlfriend. He's so good in that. Yeah, he's good. It's really sad about his um, diagnosis. Which yeah. is now dementia, but he also had like a disease that affects his speech and language. And what is it where all these people that we like are dying? Do you know what it is? We're it's getting age. <laughs> That's what it Time is. Time waits for no man. You know, Jesus. Well, uh, and, and then speaking of Olympia Dukakis, I'm I, sure I, she's. So she and also um, the actor who plays um, Molly's, Mikey's father. Mm. He passed away in 2021 too. Right. So they both died. Um, and you know him from um, Just Shoot Me. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the a dad. dad. Yeah, or like dad. the editor of the, the magazine. magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Olymp- I love Olympia Dukakis. I mean, mm. I love her the most in Steel Magnolias. Mm. But she's such a good actress. Yeah, and she's great in this. Yeah, she's great in this as yeah. well as um, Molly's as the mom. mom. And she's and actually kind of funny. Which yeah, I, she is as a, funny. As a kid, I didn't think she was funny but as an adult watching mm. it she's probably got actually the funny the yeah she's funny she ending. is you know and last but not least the director yes. writer and director of this film is amy heckling it is whom we didn't talk about in the last I film i don't know why because i'm a really big fan of amy heckling yeah and what what is i mean you've talked about it before but what is her background why is why is so, her movie so special she well first of all she started directing and writing she was an act she wanted to be an actress but then she couldn't break into it whatever Mm. in the late 70s so she decided to turn her hand to directing and writing and Mm. i think 
at that time, it would have been incredibly difficult mm. to be a young woman trying to break into that industry. Mm. And so I guess what I love about her is that she she's the writer and director for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. Look who's talking. She mm. did the vacation, the European mm. vacation, right through to Clueless mm. as well. Mm. So she's, and I think what I like about her is that she knows how to write from a female point of view and particularly a young woman's point yeah, of view, yeah, yeah, you know, like she's really got her finger on that sort of And, and she's, she's renowned for that. So obviously yeah. Fast Times is, is one of them. And, and I think and I love we've talked about her when, yeah. we, when we did review Fast Times. But also but Clueless too. The Clueless as well. And Clueless. And to she, a certain extent this. Yeah, it because is. It does because come it's from, from a female point of perspective. perspective yeah. being, because Molly is a single mother in it, mm. she's screwed over by, you know, mm. like, I mean, if we start talking about some of the themes, yep. she's screwed over by this guy who says he's going to leave his wife. Yep. Hot tips is so they never leave their wives. <laughs> and then he ends up um, yep. having an affair with another woman while she's pregnant, yep. you know. And so it's like I think, again, she writes from a, you know. A female perspective. A, yeah, exactly. About real themes. And I, okay, let's go straight to it. But you're right. I think one of them is how men portray women specifically, I think, in the 80s, but you kind no, of looked at me where... Now. I just read the most amazing book about short stories from a feminist perspective and, like, like the treatment that women put up with is from men, and, mm. you know, I'm not going to go get too far down that path, but mm. I think we see that in this movie where... Mm. You know, he promises he's going to leave his wife and then she ends up pregnant and mm. then he ends up abandoning her for another, like trading her up for another model, mm. you know, and mm. then he ends up leaving her and trying to come back but he can't be a father is going through a selfish mm. phase. And it's yeah. like, well, when do women get to go through our selfish phase? You no, know? well, he's a, just a pure douchebag and but, he's a shit talker. Yeah, right? but, but there's also the themes behind it mm. of, you know, when you become a mother or even when you don't get to have a selfish phase. Mm. We don't get to do that, mm. you know, mm. and I think that you know comes in here like she mm. she had to take care of the baby whilst managing her career and all that and mm. he doesn't have to do anything no. and i think a lot of women married women too it's the same mm. you know so we don't get to to put the baby down that's let me you ask know. you this question do you think this movie's theme says that and because the character molly comes to the realization that that the, her son needs a father yeah do you think that it Son needs a father, or a baby needs a father. I think a baby needs a good role model, mm. you know, and that and that's what we see here. Like, mm. ultimately, it's not the child's biological father mm, that does doing it, yeah. does the the good thing by that child, mm. you know. And I think that's the point. There is it doesn't you don't have to be related by blood to no. be that role for somebody, no. you know. And I think, you know, I mean, that's what it's saying as well. Mm, you know, totally. I agree with that, and and I guess the other part of this film is quite interesting is when she's she's dating multiple men, yes. um, and it's quite comical because she always kind of pictures, okay, the characteristic that they show, yeah, is, as as, as how to fatherhood. to fatherhood, yeah, which is probably not fair, and it's a comedy, so let's keep that in mind. It is a comedy, but I think you probably would do that as a single parent, mm. you know, mother or father, go, oh, how are they going to be with my kid? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It was quite, I don't know, it was. Yeah. It seems like. Oh, she's profiling, looking for the right <laughs> right man for the father of her child. But at the same token, she just like sees through all their bullshit and, and oh. translates it through. Oh my god, do I see myself with this guy? Do I see myself? And even with James, James, yeah, yeah. He's, she, yeah she does she, that at one point because he's a little bit well, on he's, the frugal yeah, side. Yeah, he's a taxi driver as well. And, yeah. you know. 
But I think, and she says that about, yeah. you know, Mikey's actual father. Oh, he's stable. He's got a good career, good income. It's like, well, hang on. That doesn't always, that's not always what, you mm. know, mm. one only needs. You mm. need to be able to be a good person and yeah. a responsible person. You sort of define a good husband, like just because if someone's a good father. Yeah, that's right. Be a good you husband. need someone, for, you know, she obviously mm. she should be looking for someone for herself too mm. that's going to treat her right. But mm. I think. Yeah, I think, you know, that's one of the things in it too is like dating is just, it seems like hell, mm, you know. Mm, mm. And I don't know if that's just dating in maybe New York City is even worse, you know. Well, I'm sure dating with a one-year-old is it's possible. horrible, right? yeah. I think it would be really mm, hard, mm. you know. But I think also there is a big theme of, of parenthood mm, here, you yeah. know, and I think particularly how hard it would be to be doing it on your own, mm. you know, and she's so exhausted and... Mm. You know, um, okay, so you brought it up at the start, but let, let's talk about it now. I mean, watching this brought back flashbacks of, of that early childhood or oh. the kids being one years old. And again, I blocked a lot of it. Oh, you blocked a lot of it. So I can't only imagine yeah. if you had. Yeah, it's um, hard. It's really hard. The, yeah. the, you know, I remember thinking, like, when our first was like two weeks old, I thought, I'm going to die. Mm. Like, I really thought. This is it. I'm mm. so sleep deprived. I'm I'm actually going to die. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. and it is. It's it's so hard. You know, and I just thought it was funny because she obviously was breastfeeding, but she was. And I wonder if this is a theme of the time. Mm. She was expressing milk and heating up bottles, and we see her pouring the coffee accidentally into mm. the bottle because mm. she's so tired. And I'm like. Hell, if you could, if you can do it, obviously if you can't, that's different. But mm. why would you do that? They don't explain as to well, why. Well, I reckon it's just because they didn't want to deal with breastfeeding on film. Yeah, boobs you know? and PG ratings. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm thinking But they too. talk about that because obviously your boobs get huge when mm. feeding and, like, she talks about that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And he, even he puts the milk in his coffee, James, yeah. and she's like, that's breast milk. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny, I mean, I like thought, that scene where she's, like, realised that she's yeah. grown. She's like, ooh. <laughs> She, well, she claims it's, something. It's true. And then uh, Mikey, Mikey's like, oh, you got your figure back. Yeah. like, this is not my figure. He's yeah. like, well, you got Dolly Parton's figure back. <laughs> yeah, that makes me yeah. laugh. It's pretty But fun. no, but it, it's it's a really hard slog, you know, mm. that, that first, that first, well, the whole thing is hard. I'm, I'm going to lie. Yeah, yeah. But it portrays it pretty well. I think it does a good job of it. Yeah, well, it, just the constant. And it comes through mon- a montage, but the same token, as a parent, you'll watch it and you're like, oh, yeah, forget about that. And we're like, we're like, when we're watching, we're like, oh, I remember having to lug everything around. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've never taken, like, how much stuff did we used to take out? I know. It was ridiculous. But, yeah. I mean, I still have to take stuff, you know, drink bottles, food, blah, blah. but mm. back then, like, it's like, holy shit, you take out the house. Mm. It's just easier not to leave the not house. Not to leave the house. To be honest. Yeah, you know? and that was, she didn't even have a car. No, well, imagine well, doing it yeah, in New well, York. Supposed to be New York. You know? Okay. Well, do you think there's any other any other themes that would? No, I think that's you know, and I think it's nice. Like it's a bit of a fairy tale mm. in a way, you know, ending and stuff. And I think you know, it's it's a nice sort of ending too. And we see you know her helping his grandfather and stuff. Mm. So there's sort of this thread of like family running through it, which I think is is nice. But it's really interesting how it really looks like New York, but mm. they filmed it in Vancouver because apparently it cut the budget in half. Of course. Because I wonder how much it costs to shut streets down and things. In New York. In a place like New York. I mean, it it looks like New York because they're always like, there's taxis everywhere. It's the yellow taxis. And there's signs saying, you're in New York. But really, there's no defining New York features outside of the traffic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You Mm. find that in any city. So I thought that was interesting Mm. as well. Mm. But um, the other thing that I thought was funny is that uh, Kirstie Alley admitted that she was in love with John Travolta during the filming of this. He was single and she mm. was married at the time and she said it like took everything 
not to leave her husband for her co-star. Wow. As if you, yeah. Um, I mean, I, who blames her? Yeah, true. It's Danny true. Zuko. Uh, <laughs> okay. So what does this movie mean to you? Um, you know, I, it's just one of those movies that I remember watching mm. and loving mm. and a lot of it must have gone over my head because mm. there's a lot of stuff in there. Like when the grandfather says the woman's sex organ is blah, blah, blah. Like there's yeah. quite a few things, even like the spermies at the, at the start. Yeah, right. You know, like there's quite a few things. Yeah, that, it's adult content from the start. Yeah. But, but I, it's I, still I, a PG movie somehow. Yeah. And yeah. I don't remember like thinking Ooh, about any of that stuff. Yeah. I thought know? that was cool. I remember asking my parents about like, what is this? <laughs> what are these tadpole things? The tadpole. <laughs> yeah. Because that whole opening scene with the egg and yeah. then that. Like, I mean, that's, it's not realistic, but it's fairly no, accurate. I'm pretty sure <laughs> sperm happens. don't talk to each other. No, they don't. Yeah. But, you know, they're looking for the egg. They don't have a map. <laughs> a map. No, it's just, you know, who gets there first, basically. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to me, it was. I watched this so much. Did you? I watched it so much. I don't know if you noticed, but when we were watching it, I, I could pretty much quote. Well, that's what we're saying. We say yeah. that it's a lot of these lines yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know. And the the soundtrack is fantastic. Oh, the soundtrack is amazing. I think the storyline is, although adult, very interesting. Like mm. I thought, as a child, I was interested in it because potentially just watching the kid is cute and watching him grow yeah, and seeing him cute. talk kind of like the novelty of that. And I think mm. a lot of people, and I don't know if it was part of the sleep depravity of the time, but we'd give your baby as a voice and imagine yeah. them saying that. Yeah, and we I, used to do that. And people That's do that with their, with their dogs and their we cats and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> but, but to see it in the movie is kind of comical to me mm. because I'm like, oh, yeah, I do that shit as well. Mm. I pretend that the baby's talking to me too. <laughs> but my favourite scenes, eh, fuck, we'll talk about that. My favourite scenes are the ones where he's – not quite mature. Mikey's not quite mature as a as a baby. You mean he's not a toddler yet? He's not a toddler yet. Yeah. But he's just he's a, he's not the baby. Oh yeah, he's a baby baby. He's but like nine months old. Yeah, the second yeah. version of of uh, of Mikey, I love. Yeah, like, so I could watch cute. all those scenes back yeah. to back. Because that's a good again. age too. Like I remember yeah. because I love that age. Yeah, yeah. You I know? just I just I don't know. I just love this film. But what makes it eighties? Oh, I mean it's late eighties for one, mm. so we don't see that real sort of. Um, garish kind of you know mm. sort of hyper color 80s mm. but you know like we were talking about thing like her her dress that matches with her headband mm. and also he has the the father has like an art deco office and stuff like it's mm. a bit tacky the yeah. decorating and stuff also i thought it was interesting how their boss talks to molly and her friend the male boss and i was mm. like oh, i don't speak to women like that or of anyone course. like that in an office now yeah you know um it's got a very even though it's not filmed in New York, they've done a really good job of making it feel like New York in the 80s, mm, mm. you know? Yeah, fooled me. Yelling people, yeah. traffic. Yeah. Hey, I'm walking here. Man. I'm pretty yeah, sure someone like must have said that. It's very, yeah. 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 You know? No, I, I don't know. That and the, the talk about long-distance phone calls. Yeah, long distance. yeah, they always talk about that, don't yeah, you? Like, I remember it too. Like, yeah. nah, I fucking call, you yeah, know, yeah, Melbourne like, or I Imagine calling overseas. My parents have been so paranoid that you'd call Melbourne by mistake or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't press, like, don't press the phones and you might have called overseas. Oh, God. And if you'd accidentally did or I don't know, if your parents ever called overseas and they got that bill a month yeah, later. Yeah, it was like, a, like so much money. I wonder like, if it's like calling from a landline overseas now. I don't think it even makes a difference now. No. Nah. A, who's got a landline? And B, you yeah. get like 20, 30 minutes free international calls anyway yeah. with most plans. I, I think. why it was so expensive. I don't know, just because it's it was a novelty. It's got to do something with the technology or yeah. something. Look, I it mean, must have. Now I could just call on FaceTime and it would cost me anything. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like not even a factor. No. Nah. Um, let alone 
Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. funny, huh? Yeah. Like the technology is not a factor and the price isn't even a factor. I don't even think no. price about it. Yeah. You just do it, which is great. One of the great things about today. But yeah, still. true that. It right. was like how we always talk about how when you went overseas, everyone went to the airport. Airport, yeah, to see you off. You know? Or you'd have a, like a night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember friends, like we would go to like nights and they're going for like five weeks. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. now I'm like, oh, fuck, see you. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I remember like having a, a night out with someone to say goodbye and they were back in two weeks' time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's ridiculous. <laughs> now I don't even see that people, the same people for like months on it. I know, I know. Um, but so I guess funny. when you're in that age, it's, yeah. it's important. You make an excuse to go out for anything. Favourite line? Okay, my favourite line. There's quite a few. Yeah, I really like the one where, you know, she's talking to him, Molly's talking to Mikey after, Mm. you know, they've seen his father and she's realised, nah, it's, you know, done. Mm. And then she's like, everyone loves you, you know, mum loves you, but even James loves you. Because yeah. I always say that to, we quote I say it. to the kids, but I also say it to the cat. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. love Everybody you. loves even you. James loves even you. James loves you. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I also like, you know, the, just the funny ones when he's like, nah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, yeah, like when he's just, like, he's yeah, just, just, you know, just like the banter stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, him like talking about it. Yeah. Or he's like, who's that dick? And I know, who's this yeah. clown? No. Or when he's in the womb and he's like, I got another arm going down there. How am I going to get that in my mouth? And he's like, how am I going to get that in my mouth? When Olympia the carcass. Oh, yes. Picks him up. Yes. Yeah, that. that. <laughs> Someone did a doo doo. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, she's gone. She's lasted. The other line I love, and I quote it today. You did. Was when they go to the airport. Yeah, they're the, flying, the flying the hangover, and there's yeah. like buxom young lady, young lady who's he's kind of nice to yeah. to um um to James. But then Mikey realizes, like, oh, these things come in sizes. What are these jumbos? <laughs> and then uh, James realizes, like, oh, you must be thinking what I'm thinking. He's like, yeah, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like gold. It's yeah, just it's gold good. line. It's the writers in this are great. Um, it is. Well, Amy Heckerling, she, yeah, yeah. she writes well, well. She did go. Favourite scene? Oh, gosh. Um, I think I like it when Molly stands up to Albert, this, you know, the father, and she's she yells at him and then she, like, picks up the nappy and slams yeah. it down on, like, the $15,000 desk yeah. or whatever. With the pine oak. It, you know? Yeah. Now it's shit. Yeah, now it's shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, I do like that. And she goes um, through the destructive phase. Yeah, the just, I'm going through a destructive phase. I'm like, yeah, yeah you go. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I also like it, you know, when she's dancing in the kitchen and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. in the town without pity. Yeah. Or just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and then, and then, yeah. And then he comes in and, and dances dance with her and he's so good, yeah, you know, yeah. he is. And you can really see the sexual chemistry. Yeah, so there I, is I a lot of chemistry between them. realise why yeah. Kirsty Alley would say that. Yeah. Because it really feels like they're hooking up and you yeah, can it feel does. them hooking up. Yeah. Like, I don't know, movies aren't shot in succession, but it feels every more yeah, scene is, is built the, up the and they, they yeah, build it really uh, what is my favourite scene? I love all the montages in this. Yeah, they're good I love montages. all the montages. The music with it and especially those young Mikey ones mm. uh, where, like, he's, like, looking at himself, catches himself in the mirror and just starts lifting his arms <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, I know. That's so and, You know the babies do that. Like, and then when he's got his foot upside down and he's just scratching the, the sole yeah. of his oh, foot. because we used to love it. We used to love that oh, when the man. kids would do that with their feet. I know, yeah. We Imagine that, just that. lifting up your foot and just giving them the sole of it. I could do that. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Uh, not me. <laughs> I would break if I tried to do that. Okay, so with this film, do you think Gen Z would get it? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. It translates this one. It does. You know, like it's um 
Yeah, of course. I mean, and they did do a remake. Uh, sorry, a sequel. They did two sequels. A good sequel and very Yeah, uh, the third sequel. one I don't really remember that well. That's the animal the one. The animal one. Look yeah. who's talking now. So there's... there's Look who's talking two. Now, but there's Look who's talking two where yeah. Roseanne Barr plays the voices um, like his little sister. Yeah. And right. I thought that was good, but then the third one is like the pets talking. That's yeah. just lost it by then. Yeah. But it's the same, you know? like, I, like we said before, like people put voices to their pets, so it does yeah. make sense. Yeah, so they've thought about it, but... I think it probably took it one step. And Kirsty Alley and John Travolta are in there as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Um, but what I found... And he's dancing all through that as well. Yeah, they tried to... They've, they've talked about rebooting the first one. Mm. And I imagine they do, they do some, like, amazing CGI with the mm. conception scene and the mm. birds would be more realistic and blah, blah, blah. But I don't... I, nah, I think leave they it. should just leave, leave it. it. They did two sequels. Um, they probably didn't need a third one. Yeah. Apparently two TV shows were based on the idea too and I don't know what they are they must be shows that maybe didn't come out in Australia or something mm. or didn't last very long mm. but yeah and apparently someone accused Amy Heckling of plagiarising the idea from a short story they had written so I don't know yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe. But this has got her written all over it. Yeah, too, well, so yeah, no, just, no, the writing's know, too good for her. I, I mean, even that. if she stole the premise of an idea, it's it's not that far fetched that anyone could have thought of it. Yeah, that's right. It's like I don't know when we were talking about um, what are the twins who saw. Oh yeah, um, so in the parent trap. In the so, parent trap. Yeah, like, I mean, that, that same. Her twins were trying to trick the swimming teachers. I was like, ah, oh, the parent. Yeah, the full you parent know? trap. Thing. <laughs> but um, I think in terms of Gen Z, the only, like, I, in terms of anything that wouldn't fly, mm. there's one bit where Mike is like, "I look like a retard," and probably we shouldn't mm. use that word. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's a few little things. There's that. I said, yeah, when we watch them, like you can't say that anymore. Yeah. The way the bosses talk to their female staff. Which yes. you mentioned before. And it's a reflection like of Show's over, time. sweetheart. You know, like. I know. Wow. Um, it's a bit to me like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. A few things, little side comments like that, which wouldn't mm. wouldn't pass anymore. But, yeah, generally it was okay. But just also even, like, Albert uh, pursuing a relationship with his accountant, mm. there's obviously a power imbalance there because mm. she is a much younger woman mm. to him. Mm. And the fact that he, and, you know, he's obviously cracked onto her and it's developed into a sexual relationship and then, you know, I mean. And the boss has encouraged it. Yeah. Whether well, no, they knew the boss or not. didn't encourage it. The boss told, told her after she came back from a chain leave, you need to go back and pick up your old client. You mm. know, and she hadn't explained. Well, she didn't explain, you know, but she said it's personal. Yeah, yeah, but he's still, but yeah, but my point is, is that like there is an imbalance of power there. And, you know, mm. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's negligent on yeah. his part, but everything is negligent on his part. Yeah. What else wouldn't fly? I feel like I feel like there's one other thing. The diaphragm stuff we talked about. Well, that's not that I wouldn't fly. Yeah, it's just that they probably wouldn't get it. So diaphragms are such an American thing. I don't know yeah. anyone in Australia, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that uses one. Like, mm. like I mean, I'm sure it's been used somehow, but it has never was like presented to me as a as a contraceptive option when I was a younger woman but wasn't by it, a GP. Wasn't it phased out? I don't know. I have I no idea. I don't around anymore. Look, I never knew they were even... I mean, they must have been in Australia, but I never okay. saw them. Okay. Is the sponge and a diaphragm the same thing? No, they're different. A diaphragm's like a round thing that yeah. you insert into your cervix yeah. and it's supposed to stop the sperm from getting through. It's yeah. like latex. So what's a sponge? Sponge then? is a like a sea sponge thing that I thought was inserted for during the period. It's not a contraception. It's different. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was similar. No, um, it's I thought nothing. it was just slang, one thing with the other thing. No. Um, okay. Soundtrack. 
There are oh, so, so many good songs yeah. on this. Okay, Walking so there's, on sunshine, there's two Beach Boys, Beach Boys songs. Uh, yeah. Australia is represented by that Paul Kelly's Dumb Things. And oh, I love side that note, song. Side note, that scene where, where um, they're racing to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, James is introduced. Yeah. Great. It is a great And thing. like so many like one-liners yeah. are thrown out there like, have you been yeah. practicing your lumbar? <laughs> <laughs> Just bear it down. Yeah, yeah. And then he ends up <laughs> somehow in the, in the actual birth of the yeah. child. But yeah, there's that. There's that, that, that might Pete Townsend song. Pete Townsend song, which we had at our wedding. Yeah, with the slowed down version. But still, but yeah, it was, it's, it's such a great a song. song. Yeah, yeah, look, um, there was just there's a thing. Yeah. There's a Brian Ferry song in there. There's some old Frank Sinatra songs yeah. in there. There's Janis Joplin songs in there. Like yeah. it is a great soundtrack. It's really good. It's really good. And I don't know how they got the money to afford all those. those well, they songs. saved. They cut. Apparently, they cut the thirteen million dollar budget. <laughs> so there you go. So they just splash it out yeah. on on well, copyright music. music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely listen to it. I might oh, even, such a good. I'm thinking I might just get. I might find it on Spotify. Spotify yeah, the, yeah. The Look who's talking playlists. Yeah, it, it's it's bangers. Yeah, it's bangers. Every song's a bang. Mm. Out of ten, what would you give this film? Oh, look. This is a really, really good movie. And apart from the obvious, like, it's aged a little bit in, like, terms of the technology and mm. stuff like that, like how the conception scene and stuff like that. Like, I can't fault it. It's such mm. a good movie. So yeah. I give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, it's it's a really good film. It's a good length. I can't think, I can't try and fault it here, but I can't think of anything outside of, no, I can't fault it. Yeah. I can't fault it. Like right. it's a little bit of a fairy tale, like you said. Mm. But we all need a fairy tale every now and then. There's nothing wrong with that in my eyes. Exactly. Um, and I think the only reason I'm not like giving it full. But it doesn't disrupt because... the storyline. Like the well, fact that the kids are talking doesn't disrupt the storyline at all. No. But the only reason, as I was saying, that I don't give it full marks is because it's not like Breakfast Club level for me. Yeah, it's 80s. not cult level. Yeah. It's not eight, but I still think but nine. I was going to say eight and a half. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. I probably should bump it up and to you nine. you like it more than me. I do. But I guess it's just not known. Like, it's not known as a an award-winning film or anything like that. It's just a great film. Okay. That's it. Do you Did you a... give it a nine? No, I'm going. still going eight and a half. All right. Okay. And I'm happy that you gave it a nine. So, on average, we've got 8.75. <laughs> Thank you, it, it, <laughs> Yeah, you know, MIP. Yeah. But, yeah, that's us. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm, no, I really want to go and see Evil Dead Rise. Okay. There's some good movies at the movies at the moment. Yeah. There's so, a Barbie one you want to see? Yeah, there's a Barbie one in July. I want to go see Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And I think, you know, Gen X and early millennials yep. want to see that. I want to see Air. But I really, really want to see Evil Dead Rise because they're saying it is comparable to the original Evil Dead, mm. very early 80s, Sam mm-hmm. Ramini. Which um, you want to do. Which I want to do. I think we'll have to do it close to October. Right. But, um, yeah, it looks really scary. No. You showed me the the trailer and it looks legit. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's it. Peace. Bye. Hello, Mikey. Do you know who I am? Uh, No. Actually, I don't. I'm your grandma. Okay, lady. If you say so, you're my grandma. I'm going to give Mikey a little bath then. We're gonna have a bubba. What? Oh yeah, she's gone.